Yes, it's Monday. Welcome to What's Right with Sam and Asher on News Talk 840 KXNT. I am back from Mexico City. Thank you, Ash, for covering me for two days while I I was on the road. Oh, I heard great. <laughs> yes. I heard Friday was was a show to behold. It was to behold, to listen to, to enjoy, to maybe listen to again. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I haven't had a chance yet to to listen to it. I do subscribe though to the podcast. I personally use Apple iTunes. Excuse me, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> little purple icon on my uh, my iPhone, and uh, I did have the shows pop up. I just um, I need to go listen to them. I always like to see what happened here when I was when I was out. So. Judging by how uh, what you were saying about it, I, I understand it was uh, it was a lively show. Lively is a great way to put it, Sam. And we had a great time. And John, he had, great... John uh, had some good. Did he have some good recommendations? Yeah, John Curtis, the official food critic of the show. He had great recommendations, um, great advice, all of the above. It was fun. So, Ash, I I will follow up on that show Thursday. Of course, the first day that I was not here, uh, that you were holding down the fort, was also the first day that we were unmasked we were unmasked well here in las vegas we were it, it literally took me leaving town for the governor to to buckle gave the gave the press conference to say effective immediately no more masks and i am boarding my my flight here uh at uh, harry reed international aeroporte uh headed down to mexico city and i go i go you know what to me, when, when politicians say effective immediately, it is a concession that whatever they're telling us is going to happen should have happened a long time ago. So that was one thing. I, I just I thought it was basically an admission that, that this thing was uh, already past due, one. And two, I am fundamentally bothered. I know people are laughing. Sam will always find something to complain about. I'm fundamentally bothered by the fact that the premise for taking away and, and, and eliminating the mask mandate comes down to falling cases, right? That, the, that basically we're told, okay, it's time, and they're doing this in California, doing it here, it's time to do away with the mask mandate uh, because, you know, the cases are falling. Mm -hmm. And I fundamentally disagree with that premise because you look at the numbers in California, you look at the numbers in Florida, and you compare states with very intense mitigation measures in states like well, Florida that has very few mitigation measures. Um, and, and the numbers are comparable. And it's like that across the board. And so I, I you know, the, the, these, these people still will not accept the fact that everything that they have tried to do to stop COVID has done nothing except make people miserable and scar our children and, and, and make, you know, lawyer talk show host fume froth at the mouth um, not frothing but i am fuming so i i think you know i it's great that it went away but remember when if they don't admit to the reason for the failure we're doomed to repeat it again because it's very possible that we'll have yet another variant that will be you know comparable or maybe lesser than of omicron it's going to spread People will get it. People will survive for the most part, right? And we're, we're going to get, we're going to live with it. Endemic, right? Of, of an endemic virus, but they're going to use it as, as, 
you know, as pretext for having to bring back the masks and bring back the vax cards and bring back on and keep kids home for school for a couple weeks and, 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 you know, and, and, and yeah, let them run around the playground with, with, you know, with masks all over themselves. I don't think they're ever going to admit it publicly, Sam. They're not going to admit the fact that they made their communities all mask up and the children mask up, but I think they know it. So I'm confident that even if there is another variant, which sure there likely will be, I don't think masks are going to be the solution that they seek out. So I, but I don't think they're ever going to come out and acknowledge it or admit it because they would have in that press conference. I listened to Sisolak and a lot of people asked why now, what changed? And they pushed back on whether or not the numbers were in fact truly dropping enough and the CDC, the reason we had the mask mandate to begin with was because of the CDC, and the CDC is still saying we should have one. And so they pushed back on him. And I think um, if he really said, if he really thought or was willing to admit that masks aren't the solution, he would have done it then. But I just don't think that's ever going to happen. California deaths per 100,000, 0.5 of 1%. So daily average deaths in California, 199. Um, and in Florida, deaths per 100,000, 0.86. So we're talking a 0.3% difference between California and Florida. 0.3% difference. If your kids have been at school, you know, there, we have listeners all over the country now. We know this because... We're watching the, you know, what the podcast numbers are doing. It's been spectacular. We thank you all for your support. It means a ton to us. You know, if you live in Florida and you're listening to this, your kids have already been in school for, for all year. They've been unmasked. No one's asking to see your Vax card to get into a restaurant. None of that's going on. And yet here in, in Las Vegas, we you know, can't, go to a, can't go to a Raiders game this whole season. If you're not vaccinated, which is the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard, you know, literally people shoulder to shoulder vaccinated, but unmasked. Okay. And we all know now how the Omicron virus is spread like wildfire among the unvaccinated. So you've got that. And, 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 and you look at California. I mean, they're literally restaurants in LA you can't get into if you don't have your vaccination card. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, so you compare the, one of the states with the most aggressive mitigation measures and one with the least aggressive. And I would argue actually common sense. And I think that the people are getting wise to this. I think that regular people are getting wise to this. And I started telling you this at lunch. I was, I was in Mexico City for an art show. It was an art week in Mexico City, and I love art. So I'm, I'm there, and, and I, I meet this kind of very eccentric artist who uh, it turns out has surprisingly, again, if you saw him, you'd think, you know, this guy is a very wackadoodle guy, but he is, uh, he is absolutely furious over COVID measures. He, he you know, is from LA uh, and, and has been upfront with and, and personal to not just COVID mitigation measures, but also all the woke DA BS that's going on, all the, re you know, releasing all the criminals and the homeless problem and everything. And he's actually become a conservative. And my takeaway on it, fascinating, is that, I, is that now being conservative 
is actually counterculture. So you have <laughs> artists, right? You have artists that are that are raging against the machine, right? Mm -hmm. Protesting the man. There's no room for them really on the on the left side because the left wants to adhere to every edict that comes down from the central government, right? And from authority figures. If there's anything we've learned is that authority is corruptible. It, it can get abusive. And it's full of hypocrites, which if you want to see full-on hypocrisy, watch the Super Bowl. And literally no one was masked except for Harry. Prince Harry had a mask on. I didn't even see him at the game, but <laughs> I, so I watched. I enjoyed it. I loved the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the halftime show, all of that. Uh, but at, I did have to Google after maybe like the first quarter when the the broadcasters were panning to show all the celebrities in their suites and in the seats. And I Googled to see if the mask mandate had been lifted for SoFi because I go that no one, no one, no, literally one, no one was wearing a mask, not one person. And when and we know that the masks come off when. It's not yet. There's still the yeah, mask the mandate is still the 15th uh, tomorrow. So as of today, the mask mandate still in place. And it'll still be in place for school children. Out, absolutely outrageous. So, yeah, no, I, I go if you look through my search history, you'll see did SoFi lift mask mandate. And I was blown away. I have some more California versus Florida stats. I want to share those when we come back. It's it, it's mind-numbing, friends, how closely these two states compare. And, and I'll break it down per capita because it's relevant. You know, the, the California is a little bit larger, actually about double the size. Um, but it, it's just when you look at the per million numbers, uh, it is absolutely stunning to see how close these two states are. All right, don't go anywhere. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840. KXNT. Sam and Ash Injury Law has been named the official injury attorneys of the Henderson Silver Knights. Sam and Ash Injury Law, they care, they help, you win. 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right. And welcome back. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash right here on News Talk 840 KXNT, live and local every weekday between 2 and 3 p.m. Boom, shaka, wow, wow, right before the break. I was talking about the mask mandate here um, that suddenly went away and saying it's great that it went away, but also a little uh, disconcerting that the governor is still speaking about the COVID numbers, right? The infection rate, positivity rate as being a driving force behind that decision. And, and I think Ash agreed with me. You, Ash, you have a great point though. You say they're never gonna admit it. No. They're never gonna admit it. And they're not gonna admit it because I think the, so here, by the way, in Nevada, our governor uh, is very much a consensus, you know, governor by, manages by consensus. So he relies very heavily on his team, on his admins, and in, in this case, on the team of experts that are giving him advice. And these experts will never admit that they're wrong because it's become a religion for them. It's, it's just become, they're, they're, they've, they've bought in fully. So we were comparing California and Florida. Florida, of course, having very, you now commonly known, very few mitigation measures in place, you know, no masks, no vax mandates, et cetera. 
the uh, population, California's got about 40 million, 39.1 million, Florida about 20.6 million. So call it roughly, you know, California about double. Now, California deaths, uh, 54,000, Florida, Florida, quite a few more, 31,600. Um, COVID-19 deaths per million of residents, uh, 1,300, almost 1,400 in California mm-hmm. and yeah. 1,500 in Florida. Yeah. For, I mean, the drastic differences of how we handled the same pandemic, to have that little difference, unreal. You cannot talk the mitigation people, though, out of their worldview. They will, they will hear what I just said and say, well, that, that, that difference of, of, tw- you know, of 18,000 deaths mm-hmm. makes everything worth it. What if we suddenly change the speed limit? And I go, we, we live in this world, and we're injury attorneys. We focus a lot on road safety and, and understand the driving cause behind accidents. So I'm the first to tell you, we would tell you that if we lowered the speed limit to 45 everywhere or less, fewer people would die on the road every year. Guaranteed. Question is, at what cost, right? You want to drive everywhere 45 miles an hour? I mean, you, I, I understand the argument. You do not have a constitutional right to drive faster than 45. Will you go bananas being restricted to 45 miles an hour? 1,000% you will. Will there be other costs? Will the cost of goods, for example, go up as trucks can't cross the country fast enough? Will there be other you know, limitations? Will, will, will prices of homes potentially drop or rise depending on location? Absolutely. Will people be wiped out financially? Yes. Affect other, you know, psychological hardships, being isolated and and being, you know, being being in an area that's that's of a smaller radius. Yes. All would have. But of course, if the if the sole thing you're looking at is reducing road deaths, then you, you 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 that would be an acceptable cost. And from the beginning, we've always talked about the acceptable costs to fighting this this virus the fact that there are still millions of school kids across the country uh that are forced to wear masks at school i think is abhorrent and absolutely anti-science and and people are not looking at statistics and they're being and and and, and honestly they're that's it's a state perpetuated child abuse at this point well yeah i mean haven't you saw the photos from yesterday's super bowl in la with mayor garcetti inside a suite indoors maskless a week after his foolish comments from the playoff game where he was photographed with Magic Johnson while maskless, and he said, well, I was holding my breath. And then remember, I got all that flack, and he said, well, fine, I'll, I won't hold my breath, and I won't take my mask off for photos anymore. But yet he's standing indoors, maskless, in a small group of people just having a great time at the Super Bowl while your kids are on a playground wearing a mask. It is maximum hypocrisy and exposing this is is the, one of the most important things that any of us can do so continue to share these pictures on social media put it out there and put it in people's faces because these people have no business governing us not here in nevada not in california not in new york not in washington dc it is absolutely patently absurd i'm coming back on on the mexico city flight and 
and and they're yelling at us about masks. Fine, got it. Meanwhile, everyone basically is it has to has to have a negative test before they get on the airplane. So you know it it, it they it's just it is all theater. It is all designed to 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 give us the impression that something's happening. But other than that, you know it it's 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 absolutely useless. Unreal. You want to hear some other news out of Mexico? I, I just read that avocado imports have been suspended from Mexico to the U.S. Apparently, they have U.S. inspectors that are based in the plants in Mexico, and one of them received a credible threat. I don't know what the threat was, but apparently it involves some, some drug cartels, turf battles um, associated with uh, the trade of avocados. <laughs> I, I don't know if the cartels have now moved, you know, they, they started in marijuana, moved to Coke, and now are in avocados, but they're, they're, they, they have a role. They play a role in all this. So uh, the, the U.S. said no more, for, we're putting a stop, no more avocados for Mexico until we lift this order, which is absolutely has to be absolutely catastrophic to the Mexican economy. Also, uh, not that it was, you know, the cost of goods were going down or anything, but do not expect any good news on the avocado front. There will be shortages and prices for avocados will go up. So enjoy your avocado toast now, folks. So your avocado toast <laughs> is is toast, potentially, <laughs> until this this lifts. I it's there was a great commercial, I guess, an avocados from Mexico commercial yesterday during the Super Bowl. Ironically. And everyone was like, well, that's silly because of this story that you're bringing up where they're not allowed to cross over anymore. Yeah. Um, absolutely crazy. What else we got? Well, I mean, I, I thought right before the game, it was fascinating that Joe Biden attacked the NFL for not being diverse enough. Now, we've talked about the story before. His timing uh, to let that, you know, that, that info dump right before the game, I thought that was odd. Not unsurprising, but odd. Um, so there was, there was that. And then I, a lot of people are reacting to this Eminem kneeling at the halftime show. Now, if all the artists that performed, I love Eminem the most. I grew, you know, grew up listening to his music, and, and I think he's, he's a tremendous talent. What was that kneeling bit all about? I, I didn't even catch it at first, and so I, but I read all the articles. I don't know. Everyone's, of course, doing the natural comparison between Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback, the former quarterback for the 49ers, who started the whole kneeling trend in the nfl and but i don't know if that's what it was and i don't has he come out and said it was i don't think he has yeah i guess I don't the, think he just took it he took a bow and a kind of a, a kneel at the end of his number not at the beginning but at the end of it and i i didn't i didn't take any particular i didn't infer anything particularly from it until i saw the articles today and so i what i'm getting at is a lot of times this stuff is it has meaning maybe it does Maybe it doesn't, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's funny. It's always interesting to see everybody parse everything out so uh, just to such extent. And, and I, I, you know, I, I think the funnier part of the, of the Super Bowl, the, mid, uh, the, uh, the halftime show, is all the different egos that they were able to put on that stage all together, essentially, and do these hand-ups, like these like, giant mashup of, of different different you know a-list stars and i think that that must have been a phenomenally difficult thing to put together what i realized is i'm i'm finally old enough to enjoy the halftime show growing up i always was like oh my gosh another band that'll entertain all the old folks watching the game <laughs> and then i was like yes i'm so excited for dr dre and eminem and then i realized i am the old folks now so 
I enjoyed it. I loved it. I'm also, they had the all the news coming out, seeing photos of Snoop smoking weed before the halftime. I, is anyone shocked? I'm no not. One, no one is shocked. <laughs> so I guess the last point would be that whoever organized the halftime show, whoever put that halftime show together, that person needs to get a call from Caesars Entertainment and say, get Adele to Caesars. Put that person in charge of getting Adele back on stage because they know how to herd cats. All right. When we come back, there was a local homicide on Valley View Boulevard. Interesting. Self-defense at issue. We will address it. Your favorite lawyers, Sam and Ash, back after this. Comfortable and confident is how Sam and Ash injury law clients feel after the very first call. Comfortable knowing they have decades of personal injury experience. Confident there's reputation and trust to resolve cases and to do what's right. Sam and Ash injury law offers platinum legal service to anyone who contacts them. Quality matters. Integrity matters. Who you hire to protect and represent you matters. If you've been hurt in an accident, choose Sam and Ash injury law. 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right. And welcome back. Bottom of the hour here on News Talk 840 KXNT, the Sam and Ash Show, live and local, 2 to 3 p.m. every weekday, right here, right now, happening live. Uh, we're um, enjoying a, a beautiful day from uh, outside, inside our downtown Las Vegas office in the heart of the Arts District. And uh, let's see, Ash. There was a shooting, frankly, not far from here. I know, kind of scary, actually. Uh, itself, actually, not remarkable. There are, you know, shootings that happen here from time to time. We are a city, after all, but this one, a little different because apparently it was an attempted uh, carjacking or car robbery uh, gone wrong. So the, um, the police responded out to an address, the warehouse on Valley View uh, Boulevard, and they came across a... A deceased person who apparently had tried to steal a car and was shot and killed by the owner of the vehicle. Uh, Yeah, so I want to talk about the legality of this. Um, I think we don't have enough facts, but friends, if you uh, have a gun, keep it at home, or if you have a concealed carry permit, which I encourage all of you to get, you have to be careful about when you shoot people. For example, if somebody's just stealing something, stealing your car, stealing your TV, it's not enough. You can't just shoot them. So here, the, the operative issue, and it's going to come down to, was there any threat to this guy's body and self immediately before he, he fired at this, at, this, at this robber? Now, don't get me wrong. Or a matter of just of of comeuppance and schadenfreude. I love the fact that somebody that was out there committing a felony didn't get away with it. But the law is the law, and you have to be extremely careful because you could end up getting, you know, manslaughter charges or even murder charges filed against you if you don't operate properly. So this uh, this story is interesting. Um, again, forty six hundred block of Valley View Boulevard near Harmon. So frankly, not that far from the strip. Probably about a what is that? About two miles. From the strip, yeah, about due west, um, and, and again, uh, it's the, an industrial area, yeah. 
But what I thought of, uh, you know, we're working on that robbery case where our client was forced to repay money to the lodge or representing Edward Parker in the lawsuit against the lodge because they, they then after the robbery made him repay the money. It's totally an outrageous story. But, you know, what we're figuring out is a few years ago, there was a story of a bartender also at the lodge who was robbed by a man named Douglas Shaughnessy. And this was uh, January 18th, 2011. So we're talking 11 years ago. And I guess this Douglas Shaughnessy goes into the bar, much like what happened to our client, Edward, goes in the bar, has a gun, says, you know, stick him up, give me your money, got away with $300. And the bartender, okay, the bartender actually follows him out of the bar with the gun and says, give it back. At which point the robber turns around, brandishes a weapon, and the bartender shoots him dead. So I, 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 I remember when I first was rolling up my sleeves and getting into this case with Parker, I was looking at all the other uh, cases of robbery. I remember reading this fact pattern. I go, this is insane. Essentially, the bartender provoked the confrontation. I was thinking, you know, if this were happened, if this had happened in L.A. Oof. or San Francisco Oof. with a D.A. like Chesa Boudin, or we have uh, in L.A., what's the bozo in L.A.? Gascon. Yes. Gascon, Gascon. He was up in San Francisco, right? Uh, no, th what do you mean? This happened in Las Vegas. No, no, Gascon. No, Gascon's in L.A. Chesa oh. Boudin is the, is the district attorney who's also facing recall in San Francisco. Both people that let hoodlums off, mm -hmm. but the minute that there's a law-abiding CCW holder, they're scrutinized heavily. Because, of course, good people with guns are bad. Bad people with guns are okay. I mean, we have to understand because, of course, you know, they've been marginalized it's society's fault but i i bring this up because it's it's I, i'm actually baffled based on the fact pattern here and the going back to 2011 to that robbery as to how that guy was able to you know not be charged and he was not in fact charged and uh and and so so i it will it will but, depend right i think the answer is is that in that it, it matters legally folks the the split second before you you fire what was your perception of the threat and if if the perception of threat is that you face you know either death or serious bodily harm at the hands of of the of the perpetrator the felon then you can use deadly force but not simply having your car stolen is is grounds to be uh to be to to fire on anyone yeah, absolutely. The first thing you said when you brought up this story was that we need we don't have enough facts, really. And this also reminds me of the Kyle Rittenhouse, the whole trial we went through. It's not really about what was going on. It was what was his reasonable belief the split second before he pulled the trigger. And so we will find out. I'm sure there's surveillance footage outside of this warehouse. I'm sure the officers are pulling that. They're looking at everything. And so if charges will be filed, you know, we'll hear about it and we'll get more facts. But yeah. Yeah, we'll follow this. We'll follow the story. I remember a, a few weeks. No, no, no. It's been, gosh, it's probably been a year. A few weeks. About a year ago, there was a, a, a notable son of a notable uh, real estate person in town who, uh, who who was uh, was uh, robbed in a parking lot? I think it was outside In and Out, <laughs> in an In and Out parking lot. Somebody stuck a gun in his face, and he was armed, he, and he shot and killed him right there in the parking lot. 
And uh, of course, police came out immediately and said, you know, no charge of files was absolutely a justified shooting. Uh, and that was, you know, it, of course, in these moments, it, it, that went down exactly as it should have happened. So we, we here absolutely encourage every law-abiding person to arm themselves, uh, get training, go get a CCW permit, um, do all that, mm-hmm. because the bad guys out there have guns too. Uh, so hopefully this, uh, this ends up being a type of fact pattern where the, the use of force was appropriate. Uh, and if not, we'll call it out for what it is. So we'll follow the story as it develops. Now, do you know, have you heard about the Brian Laundry update? Well, the the about his body. Yeah. Oh, are you really gonna you gonna talk about that? Well, I mean, reasonable use of force sounds like some Florida Gators <laughs> had a took a few chomps out. They of said it. it was coyotes. Oh, is that what they said? They, they said coyotes. I just read that his bones showed signs of gnawing and chewing from scavenging carnivore activity, and it was in well, a. This is after he had killed himself. Right. 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 So they they. Animals do what animals do, so that's why it became a little difficult to identify him, I guess. Yeah, I think it took dental records. Ooh. He was also, I think, there in that area for three to four weeks or something, so that was part of it. But, yeah, that was the recent update on it. Terrible. Ugh. But I guess he deserved it? He, we, I think that's come up as well. I think the best part about the story, though, is that in the, in the dry bag located right next to me, he had, a, like, a camping dry bag. And he had written a note where he accepted responsibility for killing mm-hmm. uh, Gabby Petito, which uh, I can imagine probably brought a degree of closure for the family. Yeah, knowing, uh, you know, that exactly. the, that 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 chapter of that you know was was closed, and, mm-hmm. and they had some some answers. Um, John COVID, uh, John COVID, John Stewart is defending Joe, Joe Rogan over COVID vaccine misinformation. I'm glad to see another high profile. Uh, Overall, left-wing person, right, defending free speech. Free speech should not be a right or left issue. It is not a po- should be a not a political issue. And so I'm I'm glad that other people are sticking their necks out for Joe Rogan because this is a matter of of top importance for all of us. Well, yeah, and John Stewart. I mean, I don't agree with him all the time, but John Stewart's whole thing was, look, I was anti the Iraq War, and back in my day when I was on my show and had my platform, I would have likely been censored for my takes and my opinions. And so there's no difference with what Joe Rogan's doing versus what I'm doing. And so you're absolutely right. Free speech is not a political issue. That's something that's that's something that's firmly founded in our Constitution, and it's entitled to all of us. In other words, friends, we here at Sam and Ash support your right to say stupid things that we disagree with all the time, all the time, because that's America. And 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 until you've lived or experienced a country where you really can't say certain things, I you know it, I love all the Instagramming from Thailand. How beautiful the beaches are! You know, if you go to Thailand and you express, uh, you mock the Thai king. Which, if you look this guy up, there's a lot of a lot of reasons to make fun of him. Total freak show that guy. Uh, you'll go to prison. The same is true, of course, in China and, and other totalitarian countries. I'm, I'm, just, I'm picking out Thailand because that's a place where a lot of Western people go and, and perceive to be, in many ways, very liberal, uh, liberalized, right? So it just, you know, we, we cannot take this for granted. We do not want to become a country where you're not allowed to speak your mind. So uh, pleasure, to, pleasure to know. So um, anyway. Plus, how boring would it be? If you didn't have anyone, you couldn't disagree with anyone. 
Oh, I know. You, you know, some of the worst, not worst, but I mean, who wants a conversation where you just agree all the time? You go, yes, yes, absolutely right. Now, controversy, by the way, is interesting. Controversy is fun. I understand you created a bit of controversy when I wasn't here uh, in the in the hot seat on Friday with Mr. Curtis. So again, if you need to listen to that show, friends, uh, do so on the Apple podcast uh, or on Spotify. Go to What's Right Show with Sam and Ash and download Friday's episode and uh, and let me know what you thought. All right. There you we go. You can let me know too. Yeah, let Ash know. She needs to know. <laughs> All right. When we come back, uh, there's some news out of New York City. Speaking of free speech, Apparently, the judge is throwing out the Palin libel lawsuit. Tell you what I think about that. See if Ash agrees or not. Disagrees. We support your right, Ash, to disagree with me. So can... It happens all the time. <laughs> so I'm glad I've I can vouch for that. I can vouch for that. What's right here with Sam and Ash? News Talk 840 KXNT. Welcome back to What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. Sarah Palin's case apparently getting thrown out in New York City. She had a libel case against the New York Times. Uh, related over, uh, it's from a 2017 editorial uh, that, uh, the, you know, that look, the, uh, the, the standard on these cases, Ash, you know, is actual malice. Mm-hmm. When you have a public figure and... It, you know, that's, that's a high standard. But I'm going to say something. Without having sat in the courtroom and listened to all the arguments and read the, you know, read the filings and the pleadings, I am fairly certain that the New York Times has actual malice for Sarah Palin. Yes. So, friends, the, 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 the issue here is that in in having to litigate the case in New York City, that's why it's not going anywhere. Her lawyers, I, I, I'm sure they're getting paid handsomely. I, I just, I, I, this was a losing fight from, from go. You're not gonna, you're Sarah Palin, you're not gonna win a case in New York City against the New York Times. You're gonna get hometowned. I mean, it, it, it's it's not anything to do with the law. It it almost has everything entirely to do with politics and affinity. And they loathe her, by the way. They loathe her in New York not just because she's conservative. She represents everything. New York people are not. They are. They view her as a rube, as uncouth, as a country bumpkin. Ah, this is just this was never going to go anywhere. Actual malice, guarantee you, the New York Times editorial board has actual malice for Sarah Palin. I definitely agree. Also, on a side note, did you hear the news <laughs> about her dating some ex NHL star? Yes, I paid no attention to it because I don't care about Sarah Palin at all. What do you think about it? Well, I just was kind of shocked. Well, her and her but her and her husband divorced. And they're free to, you know, date other people. I, 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 I never thought like Sarah Palin, of course, being propelled to, you know, the spotlight when another total loser, you know, picked her to be, you know, his running mate. And 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 and, and look, she was woefully out of her league in that in, in that uh, in that uh, in that campaign. Uh, and I, 
I, but I, I mean, something about her is absolutely likable. I mean, she's a very kind of, you know, I, I guess a relatable person to, to a lot of people. But, but, I, but I, I, have a, I have a strong distaste for the media for absolutely bearing her. Let me put it to you this way. Kamala Harris is way more stupid than Sarah Palin. And all we heard about when she was running for, on the vice presidential ticket with John McCain, all we heard about was how stupid and idiotic and incompetent and out of her depth Sarah Palin was. That's all the New York Times wrote about. That is all the mainstream media did. And you compare that to the coverage of the dummy that we have in, you know, in, in the vice presidency today, during the election, even now. I mean, it's it's to me to me it's that that's really the 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 story, right? And we have to be honest about the fact that there were other people that John McCain could have picked to be vice president. But what did he do? What did McCain do? He said, I'm going to have a woman. And so he decided to pick somebody not based on their merits, but based on their identity. Now, rinse and repeat when another old white guy running for the presidency, Biden, decides I'm going to have a woman of color. That's what I'm going to do. And so again, he picks somebody not based on their qualifications, but based on their identity. And he's about to do it with the Supreme Court. And Just he's going to do it again and again, and he can't even shut up on the eve of the Super Bowl. Let's not talk about politics for one gee darn minute. Can we please? Give me a federal holiday, Give me please. A, will Biden just shut his front trap for a minute and let Americans enjoy the Super Bowl? Watch the ball go up and down, you know, the field and oh, rah, rah, rah. Obviously, I'm not a huge Super Bowl fan. But anyway, um, but let people enjoy a sport without politics. But he had to politicize it, you know, a few hours before the game. Makes me sick. Well, the NFL is political regardless. I yes. Mean, so yes, which but, is why, which is why it it, it irks me, and uh, I'm such a great big fan of Roger Goodell, one of my favorite people in the United States. Do my, you have a Sammy on the spot for me? I do. My favorite thing though is I wear a fire Goodell hat around. <laughs> I get a lot of laughs and high fives. So if you ever if you ever see a blonde wearing a hat trying to be in disguise and it says Fire Goodell, it's likely me. Um, but let's talk. Let's move on to a Sammy on the spot on a subject that is something that you truly do enjoy. And I already have to apologize that I didn't get you this for Valentine's Day, Sam. It mm. is a it's a perfume with French fries scent sells <laughs> out within hours. Apparently, the Idaho Potato Commission <laughs> didn't know that that existed. <laughs> uh, rolled out a line of perfume that mimics the fast food favorite French fries. And it is called Fritz by Idaho. <laughs> First of all, tell me again, Idaho Potato Commission? Yeah, it's a thing. That sounds like a cartel to me. Um, so it might, might be like the avocado cartel down in, down in Mexico. Or I was thinking even the maple syrup cartel up in Canada. Vermont. Yeah. Oh, no, Canada. Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Okay, so but my, my reaction to the perfume is, my dogs would absolutely love it because I brought home in and out yesterday for lunch and my dogs, I, they would just go crazy. The bag of French fries, they would not stop sniffing it. So uh, I think my dogs would like it. Uh, but who wants to smell like, I never, when I, I love, I love fast food. I love in and out love myself some French fries, but I never want to smell like it afterwards. The first thing I do is after I eat in there, I want to wash my hands, get, get the smell off me. So 
I, hide the evidence. Hide the evidence, but <laughs> the shame. You know, but the the shame. I I I think people will buy this as a novelty. I of think it course. is a novelty product. What do you mean? Of course. You think someone legitimately wants to smell like a potato? Yes. <laughs> or a French fry. <laughs> oh, you you don't know this country, <laughs> Ashley. You've 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 been in California too long. This is not well. <laughs> I do. This I, is this is. I, I, come okay. on. Okay. Yes, people actually want to smell like French fries. Guarantee it. How much do you think the bottle cost? It was one point seven ounce. Oh, de frites. What is it? No, frites by Idaho. Frites by Idaho. <laughs> Twenty-five bucks. It sells for a buck eighty-nine, and it is made using distilled homegrown potatoes and essential oils. Oh, good. Okay, well, it may, see if it's essential oils, it's guaranteed to to fly off the shelves. I mean, you know. Californians would go bananas yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, if it's healthy. It's okay. essential. So so what do I think? I think people are going to seriously buy it's it. It's sold not out. Just, it's not a gag. It was and sold out in that's hours. That's a perfect pri- price point, too. Is it a limited like limited run? Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. going to bring that back. Guarantee limited, it. Limited edition fragrance. Frites by Idaho. Okay, well, listen, friends. Uh, if you missed any portion of the show, go to Apple Podcast. Find us there. What's Right Show with Sam and Ash. Let me start that again. What's Right with Sam and Ash. There you go. Same on Spotify. And please reach out to us on social if you uh, have any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, at, that's at What's Right Show for both uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. And we'll see you here tomorrow too.